and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the eighth day of January 2021. It's a Friday, Big J. Oh! The first full official week of 2021 in the books. F minus for the week? F minus, man. What a bleep show. <laughs> 2020, hold our beers. All of them. It was supposed to get better. Like the calendar, everybody was like, it can't get any worse, right? Yeah. We were dumb for thinking that. <laughs> but I think in the back of the mind, we knew that. We were just, you know, hoping for some sort of hope. You think that we were all in the world of positive thinking and it just all came crashing down at us and left? Yeah. Like, I buy that. I buy that. But, uh, I, well, I, I shudder to think it's all downhill from here, but maybe it is. Question mark? Downhill? Like yeah. Like it gets worse? No, no. Like, I mean, we've, we've, we've scaled the mountain. That was the hard part. And now we're just going to coast to whatever the hell 2021 has to. Uh, I, you know what? I hope so, but trending is not in that direction. You don't like our chances? No. Son of a bitch. Well, all right then. Uh, hopefully you have a, a good weekend planned in front of you. Do you have anything on your Big J agenda? Or yeah, your Big Jenda, if we call it? Nothing. The nothing. Big Jenda, nothing. I like that. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, football? And that's about it. Yeah. Take, yeah. Taking care of our pup who injured himself yesterday. It's a sad story, man. It's getting old, and it's just it's tough. Uh, record number of trips to, to the vet for the Big J family yeah, in 2020. Yeah, they, they know us. They know the phone number when it pops up. <laughs> oh, no. What happened to Corky? Hello? Hello? Uh, but I'm glad the dog is okay, and I'm glad it's going to get some reds to get, like, some puppy pain pills. Oh, yeah, but yeah. he wasn't taking them yesterday. What's going on here? Well, he eats he was, everything. He was sedated. Yeah, exactly. He was sedated, and so he was just, I mean, the poor guy, he just kind of stands there and looks like, where am I? I mean, it, uh, my heart breaks over and over when I see him like that, and so it was It was a tough It was a tough night last night, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, maybe it's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> With that. Yep. With that as well. Uh, on top of that, today we're going to have a couple more chances. We got some information about our avatar giveaways. Uh, suddenly, those avatar giveaways are a lot cooler than we've been talking about. Yeah! You get week. to live with the band. Uh, kind of, at least vicariously through a month. Uh, the codes that we're going to give you uh, that you're going to win are for all four avatar concerts, not just the one that's coming up on Saturday. So those of you that have won, congratulations. It's a pretty big prize for the avatar fund. And we'll have a couple more winners to that today. On the show that's on the to-do list, Big J has a life lesson for you. All sorts of other cool things happening, but we also play music. Music like corn. Music like Freak on a Leash to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J. I should also say we have two premieres we're going to have on this show today, too. So some new music on a Friday. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J feel like I have to uh, do my duty to prepare you emotionally and mentally, Big J, for duty. what could be a big day for you tomorrow, because just a heads up, both the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpot oh, yeah. are both in Big J territory. I was instructed to buy, you know, five <laughs> of each, but it'd really be much more than that. Uh, it is kicking off 2021 with some big paydays up for grabs. Uh, no Powerball jackpot winner on Wednesday, so now Saturday's drawing is $470 million. 
and uh, the Mega Millions jackpot. Nobody won on Tuesday, so now that jackpot has been raised to an estimated $490 million. So both no, are... That's actually 510 It's over now? Yeah. So now, uh, yeah, they're both added around $500 million. And only for the third time in history, both the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpots are that high uh, at the same time. Last time that happened, uh, that was October 2018, and it was uh, basically called a lottery hysteria, if you remember that. That was before somebody won the record Mega Millions jackpot prize of $1.5 billion. This is, and this has been a real slow crescendo to get there? Of course. Uh, but, uh, boy, it's going to uh, escalate here quickly. So you are ready, you are aware, you have been tasked with picking up tickets for these things, yes? Yep. All right, good. Then uh, I don't feel like I left you flapping in the wind. You already were in. I, and I won't leave you flapping in the wind. Thanks, man. When oh, I win. It, when you win, right. right. You've always said that you'd give me some money, which I will refuse, but thank you. You're not going to be able to refuse. Philadelphia 76ers guard Seth Curry tested positive for the coronavirus last night. Here's the problem. The team found out right around the start of their 122-109 loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Unfortunately, Curry, although he didn't play in the game, he was in street clothes, he still was on the bench for the first quarter of the game. So some balls were dropped here. He had some ankle soreness. He was wearing a face mask in line with the NBA rules. However, he had he was asked to leave the court area and went into isolation after the 76ers found out about the positive result. So we have another situation of people finding out that they're positive after games have started, which is just a weird dynamic to me. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. It happened in the World Series as well. Like, I don't know what the point of you, of everybody getting tested if you're only going to find out the results <laughs> halfway through the first quarter. I'm not sure how that helps anybody. Uh, but alas, it happened last night in the NBA. So now uh, the 76ers stayed in New York last night because they were in kind of like staying in place because of this. So we'll see how it impacts everybody in the organization or even the uh, Brooklyn Nets for that matter. So we'll see. Again, he wasn't in the game, so there's that. But still, it's uh, probably not a great look, all things considered, for how that's going to turn out. Big J, I hope you're happy. Seven Dust Morgan Rose has opened up about playing their first virtual concert without a live audience. The band performed to the live stream Seven Dust live in your living room back in October. And he said, quote, it was terrible. It sucked. The only thing that saved it was we hadn't seen each other in a long time, so we were excited to see each other. But we were excited to be able to play again. But there was definitely some anxiety. Because he hadn't played a real show like playing hard in like a year. So it was wild to do that. And all the people not being there, it felt like when we were first starting out going on tour <laughs> having three or four people out there. We had a few crew guys, a few lighting guys here and there, and that was about it. So I just tried to go inside, you know, kind of imagine. So I played a lot with my eyes closed on that stream just to kind of envision people being there. And he says, quote, I don't really see the people that much when we're playing live anymore either. But the response and the sound of it, that's the drug. That's the feeling that, you know, the fulfillment that you look for. And to not have that, it was like, damn. So the band is set to perform another live stream today. Uh, they're performing their entire Animosity album during a stream in Orlando, Florida. So they're doing it all over again. And maybe the second time around, it won't be nearly as weird. So if you're a Seven Dust fan, get ready. There's another streaming event for you today. Is Life Lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, so the world is in upheaval. Uh, um, yeah, upheaval. I don't even know what that word is. Is it like short for upheaval? I I don't know, but things are, are messed up, man. It's a weird place out there right now, and it has been for some time. 
Uh, I know my mental health has uh, been strained to its limits. At least I feel that way. And I highly recommend if you feel that way to, to seek some help like I have. Uh, there are some places out there uh, if you are employed that, uh, that can help you out. The EA Employee uh, Act program can... Uh, assistance program can help out for a lot of uh folks and then there are some other ways out there and i know that folks like uh um, uh pride mental health will, will do what they can to help you get in there and help the uh help out so that's something you might want to consider and here's something else try something new like i have decided in order to take my mind off of the stuff this weekend i want to try something new nick and uh i was sending a package here in the mail uh from our friends at pop evil and it's a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I have never solved a Rubik's Cube. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm an idiot. That's not, that's oh, not necessarily I, I, true I am, at all. I am, I'm probably barely, uh, I mean, maybe a 17 on the IQ scale. Stop it. At least that's how I feel when I look at this Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube now, is not a reflection of intelligence. I don't know about that. Uh, so I, I have played with a Rubik's Cube before, but I've never solved it. Aww. And uh, so that's my goal for this weekend. It's oddly relaxing if you mess yeah. around with it right enough. And, and and once you actually get it done, you will feel pretty good about things, I imagine. Yeah, and so that's that's my uh, my, my goal for this, this weekend and to take kind of my mind off of things. And, yeah, relax. I was doing it a little bit this morning. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of relaxing. So try something new uh, that might challenge yourself in a degree to take your mind off of things that are going on around us because uh, it can be a lot and if we sit there and focus on it and start to scroll and do those things, uh, that can maybe lead to some bad ideas, some bad things, a bad weekend. We don't want that. So, uh, yeah, we're Rubik's Cubing it up. Is there is there a trick to it? Uh, well, it's all about patterns and recognizing what the, the idea is to just, y- y- once you figure things, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. figure that you're the kind of kid that uh, at the year, age of four, you've <laughs> solved your Rubik's Cube. No, no, I did used to play with Rubik's Cube. I don't, it's been a long, long time, but I remember the Idaho Steelheads gave me a Rubik's Cube like 10 years ago, and that was the last time I solved it. But uh, it, they are fun, and it is all about pattern recognition, and there are moves that you can make. Like, you'll, you'll figure it out. there. Like, you'll know how to get from one. If you want to get one particular square to one particular side of the cube, there's certain moves you can make to make that happen, but, and then you figure it out. But then it, it moves my other stuff, and I'm like, oh, no. I know a couple of people who can hand it to them, and then, like, t- 10 seconds later, it's done. Yeah, I was going to say, if you do actually solve your Rubik's Cube this weekend, and I hope that you do, there is like a a 35-minute documentary on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the the Rubik's Cube World Championships that is flat-out amazing. Like Watching these, and it's all about kids, of course, that know how to do this stuff incredibly fast and setting world records and stuff like that, and it's really, really cool and actually uh, positive and uplifting in a time where you need that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really cool. And and so I think that maybe you don't, you don't have to necessarily get a Rubik's Cube. Uh, maybe a yo-yo. I mean, something, a slinky. I mean, really, these things might be enough to, uh, to have some fun and take your mind off of all the craziness that surrounds us. And it is on brand with your nostalgia trip that you're on recently, too. Yeah, is that an 80s thing, the Rubik's Cube? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, hell, maybe even 70s thing. Uh, but I, it definitely was big in the 80s growing up, for sure. 100%. Nice. So, enjoy your Rubik's Cube. I hope you solve it, and, uh, you know, you get to put the uh, the idea, the, the, the real trick is to have somebody else mix it up for you, and then give oh, it to oh, you. Oh, no, that's okay. I have split personalities. <laughs> I, I messed that thing up earlier right. in the week. So be it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your fun that is the life lesson. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Big J insomnia sucks canal water. You ever had it? Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. It's no good, right? No, not really. And a new study finds that you can actually increase your odds of sleeping well if you just do some strength training, bro. No. Do you even lift? No, I don't. Researchers looked at a number of adults in Germany and found that any muscle strengthening done during a typical week was associated with a reduced problem of sleeping. Or people that at least rated their sleep quality as poor or very poor. This association also held even when researchers controlled for things like high body mass index, chronic disease, age, and smoking. So it didn't matter what kind of shape you were in or what kind of terrible stuff you did to your body. If you're lifting weights, you're probably sleeping pretty well. Also, there was no evidence of a dose-dependent relationship, so more was not necessarily better. Those who did resistance training just once a week had a still similar favorable association in sleep quality compared to those who did this type of training more often. Even those who strength train five times a week. So it doesn't even matter, dude. Just gotta lift weights a couple times, just like once. And you'll sleep like a little teeny tiny baby. Oh. Wow. So, something to think about. If those of you that have insomnia or having some sleep issues, maybe do a couple of curls. Jay. Okay. See what happens. Go from there. Cleveland Indians pulled off a blockbuster trade yesterday. Traded four-time all-star shortstop Francisco Lindor and pitcher uh, Carlos Sarasco to the New York Mets yesterday in return for a couple of young infielders and two minor league prospects. Trading Linder, who is eligible for free agency after the upcoming season, takes about $30 million off the Indians' payroll, which will help them rebuild. Meanwhile, the Mets have a new owner, and he's looking to spend on his team to make them somewhat relevant again, and this is a good step in that direction. He's a hell of a baseball player. Uh, now, whether or not they re-sign him, I guess, is another question, because he's going to be commanding... Probably 25 to 28 million a year. Nice. I'm sure he'll want the long-term contract, so we'll see if he sticks with the Mets. But that was a big one yesterday. Pandemic accelerated changes that were well on the way in home entertainment, according to Variety. Streaming, of course, skyrocketed in 2020, as did premium video on demand purchases, and they feel like that's only gonna continue. According to the CEO of Redbox, he sees things kind of going away from the physical media and more into the streaming side of things, which makes things tough for Redbox, Big J, you understand? Mm -hmm. He thinks that event films will still be big theatrically, but, but there's going to be a push to accelerate consumers' ability to watch at home, meaning don't expect the movies to be in the theaters as long as they have been, unless they're raking in a ridiculous amount of money. Now, uh, Redbox says they don't believe the theatrical model will return exactly as it existed prior to COVID, but no doubt that the theatrical process will still be a thing, and uh, Video On Demand is also here to stay, especially premium Video On Demand. Uh, so don't be surprised if there's a lot of ma'ala Wonder Woman 1984 congruent ways for you to stream something as well as see it in the theater. Now, it would be a little bit different than Wonder Woman 84, of course, because that was, uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to call it free with HBO Max, because obviously you're paying with HBO Max, but it wasn't an additional charge like Mulan was with Disney+. Plus. Right. Uh, you had to actually, you know, pay a little bit extra to see Mulan early if you wanted to. But it was another way to provide customers with a choice, which is good for them, it's good for the industry, and good for the movie theaters if they can, not movie theaters, but good for the studios if they can work out a deal to get a good chunk of that particular premium VOD. Another chance for them to make money, which is what making movies is all about, Big J, lest we forget. So, don't think that's going to go away anytime soon in 2021, COVID or not. The way that we see movies may have changed permanently, or at least some of the options for them. 
Let's not kid ourselves. I'm going to hell and you know it. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed to Minnesota for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Minnesota. Meeker County, Minnesota, to be specific. And uh, there is a, a, a very, very long list right now of things that make people that, I don't know, are easily influenced freak out. And, uh, and and I guess with all the crap going down, we maybe have forgotten how crazy at some point uh, 5G made people. <laughs> Do you remember this? No, it's still a thing. Man. Right. No, it's still very much a thing. I'm just saying it's far down in yeah. our list of insane things that people are crazy about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, people still are very much paranoid about 5G. Uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories weighing around out there and all sorts of crazy bleep that's going Wait, on. Where were the 4G? Are the four LTE conspiracies? I, I, I missed those. We were we didn't have time. Uh, we got nothing but time for five G conspiracies, right? Stuff. Uh, and so it led to a awkward situation that happened on Tuesday around ten o'clock in the morning in Meeker County, Minnesota. Uh, apparently, there were some utility workers there that worked for a cell phone company that has not been named, and they were working on a cell tower site to update some five G technology in that particular area. Well, a 67-year-old Dasselman was not happy about the people installing 5G in and around his neighborhood. And uh, and he wanted to let everybody know about it. And how did he decide to do that, Big J? He got on a horse and had a lantern. You're pretty close. No. He actually got he actually got on his skid steer, which is essentially a small uh, like construction vehicle, a la like a bobcat kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he decided to repeatedly ram it into the cell tower and trying to knock the people off of it so that they didn't uh, install 5G in his neighborhood because he didn't want those 5G we- uh, waves going into his head. You understand? Man, people are losing their minds. <laughs> so uh, the man is accused of using his bobcat to flip over a bunch of equipment the utility workers were using and overturning their work trucks while uh, simultaneously uh, running into the cell phone tower that they were trying to update to 5G technology. Uh, Deputies responded to the report, located the man while he was on his way back to his house, still in the Bobcat. The 67-year-old was believed to be under the influence of alcohol at the time, so that may have been... That explains a lot. And it's 10 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, so why not get hammered, right? During quarantine, yeah. Alcohol sales are up. Uh, he was arrested. He was booked into jail on pending charges of second-degree assault, disorderly conduct, and a DUI. And so uh, when asked why he decided to do that, he said, quote, the workers were bringing their 5G waves into his head, and he wanted to confront them. And that was his reasoning behind the attack on the 5G cell phone workers. So just a reminder, Big J, that uh, there's crazy everywhere. You understand? Yeah. And uh, you may want your cell phone to go faster, but there are some people that don't want your 5G waves in their head. And I'm not sure there's any way that we can convince him otherwise. That's the other scary part to this whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's part of the disease. Right. I'm going to start calling it a disease. Because if somebody is so positive that 5G can do that much damage that he wants to literally attempt to kill people that are putting it in there by tossing them off of a tall cell tower or at least cause serious bodily harm there's that's past the point of no return i think yeah and uh lost cause material so we may need a rubber room for some of these people that's all i'm trying to say but a concrete room 
Or you want to kill them and suffer? No, I just wanted the 5G not to be able to get in there. I see. With uh, extra tinfoil? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. Papa Roach and Scars here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. One of the big topics of discussion we have had on this show several times over since the pandemic began has been mental health and how important it is to, you know, make sure you have a grasp on that and you understand if and when you are going through some tough times and figuring out a way to maybe realign yourself and get yourself back into whatever kind of headspace you need to be in to make things at least a little bit better for yourself. Yeah. And uh, there is a new Utah bill that is just not too far away from us, Big J, that uh, they are putting into legislation that would allow students to take a mental health absence from school without it negatively affecting their attendance record. It is House Hmm. Bill 81, and it is put together by Representative Mike Winder, and it seeks to add mental or behavioral health to the list of valid excused absences for students. Now, currently, students can miss class because of a mental illness, but you have to be diagnosed and have paperwork in order to claim that as an excused absence. But it is considered an unexcused absence if you're just having a bad mental health day uh, because it's not on the list of permissible things that you can miss school for. Right. Now, uh, as part of the bill, an appointment with a therapist or a counselor would not be required to list mental health absence as a valid reason to miss mm. school. You would still need that for a mental illness for like a long period of time. Does that make sense? Like if you yeah. want to take a week or two off, then you're going to need a doctor's note. But if you want to take a day, a mental health day, which has been a thing in a lot of workplaces for a long time, is something that could be coming soon to a school in Utah. Uh, your thoughts on this particular bill? Yeah, that's a good thing. Anything that uh, that breaks down the misconception around mental health and destigmatizes it is a good thing. I agree. I agree. I think it is a good thing to give these people an option. You just hope, you know, that people don't abuse that yeah, option. Somebody's well. going to. Of course. I mean, uh, but, you know, it is one of those deals where it's probably good early on that they have exposure to this kind of stuff and realize that, hey, these are things that can happen and sometimes you need a reset. And it's okay to do this every once in a while as long as, I don't know if they're going to put a cap on it or what the idea behind it all is or what other stuff is attached to this bill because God knows how this stuff works. But either way, I think it's a good thing that it's happening because, again, every once in a while we all need a good mental health day, you know? And it should be a valid reason for us to take a day off work every once in a while and not have to get, you know, feel like there's shame behind it or there's any kind of stuff going on. It's just one of those deals. And uh, we all need a mental health day You need a break sometime. And so if you're feeling out of sorts, this could be an option for students in Utah, which then could make it something that happens a little bit more regular across the nation, which is a very, very good thing. Orton Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Good world premieres today, Big J. Damn right, man. Chevelle, can't go wrong there. Pretty reckless. Tom Morello shredded up. What do you got to complain about? I got nothing. Hey, if you're somebody that likes to look up to the sky and see cool things, this weekend maybe one for the record books. If you remember the last time we did this, it was the Christmas Star back in 2020. And just wait to hear what's happening this weekend. This evening, all the way through Monday evening, January 10th, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn will all be visible in the night sky at the exact same time. NASA says the planet Mercury will appear to pass by first Saturn and then by Jupiter as it shifts away from the horizon, visible each evening low in the west-southwest and setting before even twilight ends. 
Forbes reports the three planets will be in the same two degrees of the sky in the Capricorn constellation. Does any of that make sense to you, Big J? No. EarthSky.org says you can see the event by looking for Jupiter first and then spotting Saturn and Mercury. Jupiter will be the brightest of the three. The last time this happened, Big J, October in 2015. What? I'm just, every week there's a new uh, celestial thing that hasn't happened in like 15 days. We should celebrate them all. Hey, it's, it's been six years. And, uh, and after this weekend, the next time it will happen, take a guess. In, in two, two minutes. Close. February 13th. It'll happen again. 2021. Hey, it is Super Wild Card Weekend. The first time ever the NFL has got six wild card games happening this weekend. Three tomorrow, three on Sunday. Let's get some Big J predictions. Who's going to win the Colts-Bills game? The Bills. Who's going to win the Rams-Seahawks game? The Rams. Who's going to win the Buccaneers-Washington game? Buccaneers. Who's going to win the Ravens-Titans game? Oh, boy. Um, Titans. Bears-Saints? Bears. What? Yeah. Browns-Steelers? Steelers. Uh, I disagree on two of your games. Well, I don't care. Actually, three. I disagree you asked my opinion, games. not yours. I like the Bills, the Seahawks. No, nobody cares. The Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Saints, and the Steelers. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Again, 3 tomorrow. Football begins at around 11 o'clock our time on CBS. It won't wrap up until it's time well past your bedtime, Big J. And then on uh, Sunday, same thing, 11 o'clock. And then the NBC nightcap is Sunday night with the Browns and the Steelers. Work has begun on Hailstorm's fifth studio album. The group has been doing some socially distanced work in the studio this week. Lizzie Hale says they've been putting in 14-hour days. They demoed 60 songs, Big J, for this album. That's a lot. Wow. Uh, They did say that they started recording this kind of in the middle of their last record cycle when they were still on tour. Lizzie says, quote, it was just in our practice room on tour with some amps, and I would force myself to write something every day. And out of that, all these songs kind of grew. And then when they got into quarantine and lockdown in Nashville, they just decided to work even harder on this stuff. And now they have a bunch of stuff ready for album number five. She's very excited for the new material, she says, so don't be surprised if you hear some new hailstorm coming out of all this stuff sometime soon, probably in the next couple of months, which is a very good thing. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got an awesome prize package. We just found out this morning that everybody who's uh, won this week for the Pop Culture Smackdown of Bad Impressions, the Avatar uh, special event stream, guess what? You're going to get to see all four of the shows. Amazing! It's the Impossible Stream! That's what they're calling it anyways. And so uh, we'll get you hooked up with that here when you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, probably on the first question. Your next four Saturdays are planned out, and all four Saturdays will have Avatar concerts attached to them if you win this prize package. But in order to grab that very elusive code, you must defeat Big J. 208-287-1003 is the phone number. It has been easy this week. Big J will admit it himself. But we will see what Friday brings. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? We're good, man. What's your name? My name's Mark. All right, Mark, you're up first. Mark, what Southern University calls its football team the Volunteers? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know it's football. Oh, no. Wrong. The Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley strikes right away. What happened, man? Out for the year. Hello, the X. 
Oh. Hey, uh, what Southern University calls its football team the Volunteers? Tennessee. That's right. right. The Tennessee Volunteers. And to be fair, it's not just his football team. It's all sporting. Big J, uh, the name of what popular Mexican food item literally translates to little donkey in Spanish? Burrito. Right. Correct. Good job, man. That was close. What made you push it over the top? I'll be honest. Uh, the good old uh, fashioned burros burritos. There you go. Uh, burro means uh, donkey and burrito means little donkey. Uh, we didn't get your name, man. What is it? Ken. Ken, the website Zillow provides a Zestimate projecting the value of a person's what? Uh, residential property. I'll take it. Right. That's a real professional way to say in the house. Big J, the song Yankee Doodle. He stuck a feather in his cap and called it what? Dandy. Wrong. No. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah, that's part of the song, but he didn't stick a feather in his cap and called it Dandy. That's incorrect. Uh, wrong. Terrible boy scouting. Uh, do you happen to know the answer, Ken? Macaroni. Yep. Right. He stuck a feather in his cabin, called him macaroni, bro. Macaroni. There's your pop culture smackdown, Ken. Congratulations for Avatar concert what a streams. Dumb question. Coming your way. Don't get angry. It's a pretty popular song. Ken do it right away. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Ken is a macaroni. There's your popular pop culture smackdown. We will do some headlines next on the X Round. Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Hey, you did it. That's a relief and passive aggressive win. Uh, passive aggressive win. This is one way to bring attention to something in a somewhat positive way. People in the neighborhood of Sheffield, in England, say a silver VW Golf has been parked in the same spot on George Street since December of 2019. That's a long time, Big J. Yeah. And it's become an eyesore. They've reported it several times, but nothing has been done. Two of the car's tires are now flat, and the inside of the car is full of litter. That thing's been abandoned. Residents have reported the car on several occasions to various local authorities, but nothing has been done. So last month, when the silver car had officially been parked there for a year, they threw the car a birthday party. <laughs> they covered the car in party decorations, happy birthday banners, balloons tied to the mirrors, and a sheet taped across the windshield reading, Happy One Year! The hope is drawing attention to the car will lead to something being done about it because it is insane that they've complained a whole bunch and it's for a full calendar year an abandoned car that's full of crap have been left on a street, which is crazy. But I do like the idea of throwing a car a birthday party just to point out how dumb it is that it's been there for a year. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I, I like that. That is something I can get behind. That sounds like a good neighborhood. It's a damn shame they've had to put up with that. Nobody's done that to one of your cars parked outside your house yet, right? Well, no, because they don't just sit there. They move from time to time. Hey, you did it, or that's a relief? That's a relief. A Canadian police officer was investigating a witness report of finding a severed foot at the side of the road made a considerably less alarming discovery. Sure enough, there was a severed foot on the side of the road, but it was a discarded mannequin foot, Big Jim. <laughs> the Delta Police Department in British Columbia said an officer on foot in Ladner was stopped by a passing driver. The driver was quite distraught and stated that there was a severed foot roadside by the pump house. The post said the officer went to the location and discovered the object was luckily not a human body part, but rather the foot of a mannequin. 
So if you happen upon a mannequin with a missing left foot, let them know that it can be found at the, de- the police department. And somewhere Big J, Kim Cattrall is looking down, making sure everything's all right down there. <laughs> the good news is, it is. What was uh, the idiot's name starting that? Weekend Bernie's guy? Uh, Andrew, uh, now I can't remember his last name. Son of a gun. One of the Brat Pack. You'll have to forgive me. I don't remember. Andrew something. Uh, and we'll wrap it up with, hey, you did it. A Tennessee restaurant broke a Guinness World Record after assembling a 1,100-pound dish of Spam Masubi, which is a sushi-like dish involving rice and Spam wrapped in seaweed as opposed to fish. Kimo's Hawaiian Bar and Grill in Clarksville said they made a the record attempt to raise funds for local nonprofit Loaves and Fishes. The chefs were aiming to beat the previous world record of 628 pounds of Spam Sushi and ended up nearly doubling that. With their Spam dish, the dish ended up being about 4 feet wide, 8 feet long, and standing about 1 foot tall. Can I interest you in some Spam Sushi, Big No. How come? I know. It's been a long time since I've had any Spam. Like a long I think that's a good thing, though. Delicacy. Is it? For some people. Well, there's the world's largest. I don't know what they do with it when it's all complete. Eat it? Yeah, I guess, maybe. That's a lot of people would have to eat that for it to go away, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's Andrew McCarthy, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some bad impressions. You're going to want to hold tight for that. Asking Alexandria, they don't want what we want here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And you asked me a question not too long ago, Big J, and it was very off-putting. What was it? Yeah, I, I, I asked you about your poop. Yes. Uh, and... The University of California, Davis. The scientists there, they're offering volunteers, Nick, $75 gift cards to Target. If you agree to collect, if well, if they'll, what they'll do is they'll collect your samples of poo. How? How? Uh, well, you, you'll have to put them into a, uh, a, a nice uh, uh, thing. Well, then they're Stool not collecting sample. them at all. Yeah, well, this is a poorly written... Um, sentence here. It doesn't make any sense. That's why I stopped in the middle of reading it. Uh, but uh, yeah, they'll give you 75 gift cards for your poo. Uh, those involved will be required to collect samples that are 300 grams. It's a lot. I don't know. Is that a lot of poop? It says here or about the size of a large banana. Yeah, it's a lot of poop. <laughs> so $75 for 300 grams yeah, of yeah. poop. Yeah, so would you do that? I don't know. I absolutely 100% would not do that. But why do they want the poop? What are they looking at it for? Uh, they're they're uh, they're looking for. for I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's even more disturbing. If I don't know what they're doing with it, I certainly am not going to send them my waste. And it's not worth the trouble, man. I mean, there's a Just lot of stuff general, that you got to go through. What do you do to to pass the time and to make some gift card money? I suppose if you're really looking for that $75 from Target and all you got to do is poop in a bag once or twice. Well, you know, the gift card game out there is pretty, uh, it's a it's a wholesale market, friend. But I'm also guessing there's probably some turnaround. I mean, they're not going to send it out to you until they get it, right? Uh, yeah, it's Fru- Foods for Health Institute is, is actually what it is. And so uh, they're looking to, uh, to do uh, certain, uh, now, <laughs> I've been led astray by all this. What if? <laughs> They're looking for how adults can receive similar benefits to those uh, that babies get from unique carbohydrates in their mother's milk. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Because bre- uh, because adults don't consume breast milk. It's true. I hope normally. not. Normally. Anyway. 
Unless, oh, I don't want to ruin anything for you. Not me, but I mean, other people out there got a whole thing on the side. Uh, they consume plant foods. Now we are trying to identify which plant foods do we match with the right microorganism to make uh, our gut healthy. So they, they think that that's a key for the gut health. All right. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, that must mean you they want have... to support uh, good health for people. I'm I get good. it. Have you ever had to collect a stool sample in your life? No. Yeah. I know somebody close to me who has recently. It's not and, fun. And no, uh, the, the description and everything that went into it, I'm like, the thing I'm dreading is that time when I have to go get a uh, colonoscopy, which sure. is coming up in a couple years. Yeah, when you hit 50. Because you have to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, uh, I had enough problems with that, anyways. It's not it's not easy to collect a stool sample. Oh, you have, huh? Oh, of course, uh, and not not just for me, but for my kids as well. And so it's not you know that's the real uh, the real chore. And so there's that, and it's not easy, and it's never ever not messy. And so it's just it's yeah. So now traumatic. when you tell me here, seventy five bucks not enough. A hundred? <laughs> would you would you be part of the control group that drank all the breast milk? No. Ooh. All right. Well, that doesn't sound good to me. Looks like you're not going to be on The Boys Season 3 then. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Darn. If you're desperate for Target stuff, there's one way to get it, I guess. But you don't have to. You, you can sell the gift card. It's money. What do you mean? It's money. I just no. told you there's a whole market out there for gift cards. No, I get it. I get it. I understand. I'm just saying if you want that 75 bucks and whatever one you want to do it. I mean, would you sell if there's a market for it? Do you get exactly what the card is for? And more. That doesn't make any sense. I know. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Target we'll cards, man. Do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. <laughs> yeah, and our friends in Avatar, right? They're doing this awesome streaming event for uh, four different concerts. Uh, it, it, clearly, a different uh, setups, different lineups. Uh, it, it's going to be crazy, and uh, over four different nights here in January. Uh, so you get uh, code to all of them here if you figure out bad impressions how fun is that four different concerts all yours if you can figure out bad impressions this morning 208-287-1003 song you love seeing the most live yeah from avatar man uh red tongue uh, red tongue no uh i like uh i like the deeper cuts painted red is one of my favorite ones off of uh, black waltz that I enjoy. Uh, I also enjoy Black Waters when we saw that live last uh, time. I, I saw a lot of people, and I think it made the set list torn apart. Uh, yes, torn apart is yeah. great. I also am very, I saw it made one of the set lists on, on one of the shows, uh, one of the deeper cuts off the album Tower, which is really slow and creepy and weird. Yeah. I'd like to see that perform live as well. So you're going to get a treat here. Yeah. Uh, 208 287 1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. Bad impressions. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less. And you got some avatar in your life. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Braden. All right, Braden, you're up first. All right. Uh, here we go. I was nominated for an Oscar for playing for playing Charlie Chapman. Can you repeat that? I was nominated for an Oscar for playing Charlie Chat. It's not Chapman, is it? It's not Chapman. Chaplin. Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Uh, Let's go to the next question. Or the next uh, Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man's it. What's his name, though? Who plays Iron Man? 
Uh, Robert Downey Jr. There you go. Hey, now. We, we somehow got there. <laughs> Good job. I mean, well, he also played Charlie Chapman in the movie The Judge, so you're, you got kind of got. That's I got it all. That's not his name. Uh, what were clues two and three? I love you four thousand. <laughs> no, I, was, love I love you three thousand. I have it down here correctly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I only screw up one of the clues. <laughs> That is and funny, then though. from Brat Pack to Sherlock Holmes, and of course your favorite Iron Man. Uh, beautiful. Why is Robert Downey Jr. in the news? So Rumorville here, you know, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. along with John Favreau, uh, they kicked off this whole uh, MCU thing, and uh, they created something extraordinarily special. And uh, so the rumor mill is that uh, John Favreau going to be bringing Robert Downey Jr. into the Star Wars world. Oh, uh, just bringing him along for the Mandalorian ride or something else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so far a lot of people are starting to speculate, and these are all rumors, by the way, uh, that he might be playing uh, Admiral Thrawn. Oh, all right. But uh, at the same time, that might be something you might want to save him for uh, a bigger aspect. But, you know, who knows? They, I mean, they could go anywhere they want with the movies. Well, the other part of it is, I mean, I guess I can see the range, but, I mean, can you, can you see yourself rooting against Robert Downey Jr. That's what, I mean, Admiral sure. Thrawn is not a very sure. good guy, and so you'd have it's to time. be pro for him to be somebody that you really want to lose and root against. And I mean, who's to say you can't root against Tony uh, Tony Stark sometimes? Sure, sure. He, uh, I certainly did in Civil War. Not not necessarily an antihero, but I understand what you're saying. There's a difference between yeah. being an antihero and just a straight up douche bad right, guy. Right, right. And that's what General or Admiral Thrawn would be, have to be. So we'll see. I, I like the idea. We'll see if it happens. Uh, Lord knows he doesn't have to do it. He's got enough money. He can just sit on his stuff the rest of his life. But I'm sure he's looking for something creative. Yeah, most people don't want to do that. Make him happy. Uh, of course, he's also reprising his role as Tony Stark in some of the upcoming uh, Marvel TV show stuff. Uh, mostly cartoon voiceover things. But uh, I know he pops up in that What If show a couple of times. What so, If? So uh, you may want to keep an eye on that as well if you want to see and, or hear anyway. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark again. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. Wrapping up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Royal Blood Troubles coming. Wrapping up a very busy Morning After with Nick and Big J. Two world premieres this morning. We gave you brand new Chevelle. We gave you brand new Pretty Reckless featuring Tom Morello. Both were home runs as far as I'm concerned, Big J. Damn right. Called their shot, knocked it right out of the damn park which is a pretty nice way to kick off a Friday morning, if you ask me. Big J revealed that his weekend plans are to finally figure out how to solve a Rubik's Cube, which I wish him the best of luck in, Big J. Are you feeling confident? No. All right. Well, it's something. Uh, the good news is you can just you know, do it while sitting around. You know, It doesn't require a lot of effort, you know? You still... You can mess around while watching TV. You can still yeah, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's super hard. I mean, super hard to do a Rubik's Cube with a controller in your hand. True. You'd have to choose one or the other. Because a lot of times I can sit there and watch football and play games at the same time. It's quite the it's quite the fat guy holiday. <laughs> Wonderful for you, I suppose. On top of that, we also learned that there are still some people crazy over 5G, enough to run their Bobcat into a cell phone tower to try to knock people off it mm-hmm. to prevent them from installing it. And... Uh, guaranteed more talk about stool samples on this show than any other morning show in the Treasure Valley this morning. So That's what you get. A very busy Friday indeed. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. I very may, well may indeed show up here Monday morning, Nick, with a shaved eyebrow. Shaved eyebrow. Because I have an unruly rogue eyebrow that just w- won't stop sticking up. You see it right here, right? 
not from this angle. Oh, okay. I can't, yeah. Well, uh, I I it just I trimmed it. Like my kids complain about my eyebrows, you know. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm only 44, but they I, they see me as an 80 year old. Have you tried to wet it down with like water? Oh, oh yes. Okay. It's I said it's rogue and unruly. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna you know raid the capital by itself. So I trimmed it the other day, and it looked okay. It's back already. Yeah, you're a hairy dude. So I'm going to maybe think about... I asked for help on Instagram. Everybody just likes the picture. Yeah, they're laughing at you. Yeah. I want help. It says help. Yeah. Give me some advice. Do like the vanilla ice and shave like lines in it. That way it doesn't... Or just shave it off Well, you look weird with no eyebrows. Mauser from Police Academy. You look weird with no eyebrows. I don't recommend that. I'll paint them in. That would look even weirder. But I'm for it. I will back that play if you want to make it. But I wish you the best of luck. I cannot help you with eyebrow. I don't think I've ever yeah. trimmed my eyebrows in my life. Thanks for nothing. Sorry. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Check out the website, goteammazda.com. Everything you need to get started for your next new or used car adventure. Jason Drew is coming in next. We'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. It's the X-Rocks.